Loki, season one, episode eight, Shins of the Father. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Yeah. How are you, Avo? Oh, fucker, I'm doing all right. Yeah? Yeah. You st- still a tour guide? I'm still a tour guide, but this week I was a chauffeur. Mm. <laughs> I right. told you about that, right? Yeah. yeah. I wore a suit and drove a Lexus and did airport runs and read a book and did some other things. Um, it's really strange, this job. I have access to a world that I never thought I would have access to. Um, like I hang out at the cab depot, you know, like I go through ground transport or whatever. So I get to like see the cab clubhouse. And there's like a bunch of microwaves and ping pong and chess boards and uh, like weird couches and stuff. Uh, And the men's bathroom is open. It's all gross. And then the girls' bathroom has a key fob. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Because of your Texas accent, when you just said the men's bathroom, I thought you were Uh saying I thought you were saying the men's bathroom, like. Cons. Oh, it's men's bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> men's and beautif- cons. Beautifully decorated with like little swan soaps and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's really cool. I wear a suit and like everyone gets out of your way when you, I feel like I have like cop privilege. Like, <laughs> like I look like I'm in the, my friend Dave said I looked like I was a DA agent. <laughs> uh, with uh, my sunglasses and I went to HEB and I walked straight to the samples right up front and they were giving away uh, lasagna and I took a bite and the guy was like did you just get off a shift with the men in black <laughs> <laughs> everyone's roasting your damn show roasting my ass yeah because I don't have a little hat so I just look I'm just wearing a, a black suit with sunglasses on but I just come in and it was the height of the day like like, you know, the sun was high in the sky. I was wearing my sunglasses and I just went straight for the sample and I didn't switch my glasses yet. And the dude fucking called me Minute Black. <laughs> and I was like, actually, I'm a chauffeur. And he was like, oh, what do you mean? And I was like, I drive rich people around in a car that isn't mine. <laughs> And he was like, that's tight. <laughs> I just had this like, really funny exchange with this sample teen with the teenager. That's giving so me funny. A sample at HEB. <laughs> that's very like uh, Buckley ish, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or like. Uh, that a was character. Buckley's aisle. What is that? <laughs> there's a character in this episode i can't i remember if this is the first time we've seen him but he's it's like one of his first he, he's establishing himself it's the guy with the shaggy hair who's just like you, you you're a chauffeur <laughs> yeah <laughs> it sounds like something that guy would say yeah you look, you look like a waiter <laughs> <laughs> yeah that kid <laughs> he says at one you're, point, you're a chauffeur. <laughs> so but he would say like your mom's a chauffeur or something. He says something that strikes to the core of your insecurities every time. Yeah. In the episode today, he's like sitting. He's next to Bill at a like a barbecue or something. And he just goes, uh-huh. "Your wife left you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so mean. Uh-huh. All right. All well, right. Let's, let's get, get into going. it. I'm in H-Town. I'm at my folks' place. Oh, yeah. You're in Houston. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to see you soon. 
Yeah. Go over there pretty soon. Uh, All right. And I watched Shins of the Father today, season one, episode eight, which is the episode that introduces, well, formally introduces Cotton Hill. It's weird. Uh-huh. He's been like in flashbacks and like a couple episodes leading up to this. But. Yeah, it feels like if it was filmed in front of a live audience, everyone would go, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> when he shows up finally in his Cadillac. Right. He is a larger-than-life character, my friend, so they but would. But small. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> small, but with a big heart, except not actually because he's evil. He's a shriveled heart. <laughs> uh, I think he's also played by the Artie, the incredible Artie actor, the guy who plays yeah. Khan. Um, that guy's apparently a very talented voice voice actor, and this one a little less problematic because you can make fun of an old racist white guy. Mm-hmm. I I guess he's a veteran, so maybe whatever. Yeah. But who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big one. <laughs> so it's, Bo- it, it's Bobby's birthday, right? And Cotton isn't there, and it's because there's um like I he's someone's going. Why isn't Cotton here? And I guess Hank finds the invitation that they sent to him but it's postmarked the address is uh like grandpa cotton hill hell, hell US- usa <laughs> <laughs> which this is why i mentioned i'm in i'm in h-town i'm in houston right now is peggy grabs the letter and she's like wait one of them is like hank goes hell usa bobby you know he lives in H- you know your grandfather <laughs> lives in houston right yeah 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 <laughs> And Peggy said, I said he was evil. Uh, (laughs) How you get the devil from that is beyond me. (laughs) Because Bobby says that she told him that he was the devil. Right. I think I'm going to start calling Houston. I'm going to start calling Hell H-Town. I think that'd be cool. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Oh, man, you're going straight to H-Town for that. (laughs) (laughs) You're all going to burn in (laughs) (laughs) H-Town. I think it's got legs. I think it's cool. Anyway. We could show up to Joel Osteen's church (laughs) and tell them all they're going to burn an H down. And then they (laughs) just take it as a threat. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, no, just kidding. (laughs) They probably are all just going to drown when there's another hurricane. He doesn't let them in the damn Superdome or whatever. He's he's got this big, like... What mega church that he like. It's the biggest. And he wouldn't let anybody in. (laughs) Yeah. So he got up staged by mattress mac the yeah. crack smoking gambling furniture magnate <laughs> guy who lives here who was like you'd all come into gallery furniture ah what a great town <laughs> Mattress so, Mac is a cool dude he would like have like free daycare and stuff yeah he's cool yeah at the at the mattress store you could just like drop your kids off at the mattress store <laughs> and he smoked crack he's kind of like the opposite <laughs> of the my pillow guy because my pillow guy can turn kind of evil yeah or his mattress mac he's pretty cool i saw i can't remember what i was watching because it was really late but it was some clip of the of the my pillow guy and someone just cuts down the pillows um like in a deposition or something he's like and your lumpy pillows and he's like that's too far (laughs) (laughs) they're not lumpy pillows (laughs) he's like yeah you now you're now you're (laughs) poking at me (laughs) you are out of order (laughs) (laughs) now you're making fun of me (laughs) but he just goes that is out of line they're not lumpy Your Honor, let the record show that my pillows are plenty not lumpy. They are soft and luscious. 
Order in the court. <laughs> God damn, that's funny. Um, so Bobby says something about like, oh, you're gonna knock it. I thought you didn't invite him here because we're gonna have the wrong kind of bean dip or something. Uh, or maybe he didn't show up because you made fun of his legs. Hank says. I never made fun of his legs. He lost his shins defending Texas in World <laughs> War II. Texas. <laughs> or say he didn't never make fun of his legs. He yeah. lost his shins defending world defending Texas in World War II. Well, Bobby's Bobby's listing all of Cotton's flaws, like why he's scared of him, and he says he has big plastic teeth and he <laughs> screams and his legs don't work. <laughs> <laughs> he screams. <laughs> all right, I forgot because he starts off afraid of Cotton. Yeah, he's like scared of his grandpa. That's why he doesn't want him at his birthday. Oh, right. Okay, I remember. <laughs> he's got big plastic teeth and his his legs don't work. <laughs> he's never make fun of his legs. He lost his shins defending Texas or World Texas. War II. Texas. <laughs> World War II. <laughs> Against from Japan. <laughs> oh, God damn. It's funny. Oh, and then he makes Bobby call him, and Bobby just dials three numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and he catches him. He goes, Hi, Grandpa. And he's like, Bobby, if you're going to pretend, at least dial more than three numbers. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, <it's> so cute. <laughs> He goes, hi, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then the intro plays, and the next thing, we're at Bobby's uh, birthday party. Um, Yeah, it opens on the birthday party, and Bill crashes into the fence on a slip and slide. (laughs) Yeah, he gets splinters in his legs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's, I guess, that's too much momentum or something. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Bobby is doing stand up with a banana as a microphone to a bunch yeah. of other kids and uh, bombing. He's doing yeah. like really whack Bobby. Orange, bits. He does it. Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? And then he pulls the banana out. <laughs> I think that kid with the shaggy hair is like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Min and Peggy and all the ladies are, you know, standing around some punch bowl or something. Gossiping. Uh, and they're talking about Cotton and how uh, Cotton is bringing his new uh, wife. Dee Dee. Yeah, Dee Dee. <laughs> <laughs> Hank's stepmom. And, uh, <laughs> Who he went to kindergarten with. Yeah. <laughs> and Peggy goes, because uh, I, I think somebody says, oh, you know, he met her like uh, outside the high school or something. Like some joke about her being like 25 yeah. or something. Peggy goes, Dee Dee is 39. Although parts of her are much younger. <laughs> Ooh, girl. <laughs> Scandalous. And then, oh, I wrote down Min does the most imp- insane impression of a cat. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, ooh, Peggy Hill. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Instead of just going like, rare. She like, <laughs> does this like really accurate, fucked up impression of a cat screeching. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a mountain lion. <laughs> so Bobby comes running up and he goes, I'm dying out there. I blew up a balloon <laughs> with my nose and I did this thing, which is like a recurring. This is one of my favorite Bobby things. A recurring bit of his is he pulls his shorts up to his nipples like an old man and he just starts going, what, what are, are you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> All little comedy kids do an old Jewish man. Yeah. (laughs) I had an old Jewish man. Um, Jackson definitely did an old Jewish man when he was little. 
but Jackson's part Jewish, but like, but he always went, what are you talking about? Like that. (laughs) (laughs) But his little shorts over his belly are so funny. (laughs) It's funny because like, you're right. Like every little kid does that. A lot of people in comedy just kind of randomly will do like Jewish mom voice. People that aren't even Jewish. Like it's kind of like, yeah. you remember like how everyone would draw this, the S thing in school? Uh-huh. Like no one knows where it came from. It just yeah. came from space. Like nobody knows quite why. Yeah, that was the first. That. that was like the first real contact the aliens tried to make. <laughs> <laughs> Jewish mother voice or Jewish old man. But it's I think it's really funny because you can tell Bobby like doesn't know what he's he doesn't know that he's making a Jewish joke really yeah he's just like, well it's just part of comedy and like well and also like Jews like really did kind of like start that kind of like comedy with vaudeville and like the like all the the circuit up in the Catskills and stuff like that kind of like please take my wife. Like, you know, (laughs) that kind of like real funny fucking comedy. And like, he just knows that from movies and stuff, you know, probably. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, I, I just love that. He says, I tried everything. I blew up a balloon. Even this. I, he just refers to it as this thing. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even have a name for it. Even this thing. <laughs> what are you talking, talking about? about. <laughs> um, and then Boomhauer looks at him and he goes, "Oh, dang, old man, fat kid's always funny." And he's mentioned. He says something about John Candy and John, John Candy, John Belushi, <laughs> and then you can't understand the rest. He's like, "Oh, dang, old man, you to have a heart attack or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> so, I've listened to it like. 10 times and I wrote couldn't cannot understand the rest. <laughs> oh man. That's Dang so funny. John Candy, <laughs> John Belushi, man. <laughs> Hank is grilling. There's a bunch of burgers on the grill and there's a steak and uh somebody asks for the steak and he goes, "No, the steak's for cotton. Did you win World War II?" He loves cotton, and he's like, yeah. I'm making a mistake because he's my dad, and he won World War II or whatever. <laughs> um, and somebody says, uh, oh, you better get out of here. You better you better skedaddle or scrounge or whatever, uh, Khan, as soon as... Oh, um, it's Bill, He and he tells him that he doesn't like Japanese people. Yeah, and Khan goes, how many times did I tell you, stupid, I'm like, ocean? Yeah. So then Cotton shows up on a fucking horse... And, uh, you know, everyone's like, holy shit, there's a horse. He runs around. He announces that he's here. He says the Japanese (laughs) Japanese machine gun blew my shins off. Uh, He says the horse is a rental. So. uh, (laughs) Sorry, I wrote down. He says, so what? (laughs) Because Joseph asked him what happened to his legs. And he said a shotgun shot him off in World War Two. So what? (laughs) (laughs) So what? (laughs) he's all combated (laughs) uh bobby says i love the horse which i think he's he thinks that he got him the horse for his birthday yeah it's not just there for the party he goes i got him he's he's a rental i got him for you you got four more hours to love him or whatever i think i (laughs) said that backwards but you love him for four more hours he's he's a rental that's what he says uh and and then bill hops on the horse (laughs) Still in his swim trunks, which is very yeah, funny. but like really majestically, like he's really good at riding horses. <laughs> he like jumps right up there <laughs> and just rides it away, like with a full straight back. Like 
That's funny. So uh, Cotton says something about uh, his his Didi, his new wife. He's like something. He says something to Hank about. He says your mama's new tatas. I wrote down, and he goes, "She's not my mama. We went to kindergarten together." And yeah, so, and she goes, "Hey, Hank, do you still like finger painting?" <laughs> she's this weird vacant woman. <laughs> yeah, she was just oh, just floating through. <laughs> That's when that the kid go goes to turns to Bill and goes, Your wife divorced you. <laughs> yeah. Um Cotton turns to Khan and goes, Mr. Khan, I'll have a mic. <laughs> Which is really funny. He goes, You think I work for Hank? And Dale goes, He's Japanese. Uh Cotton goes, No, he's not. He's Laotian, ain't you, Mr. Khan? Yeah. He was in the Pacific Theater, so he knows all this weird shit. Mm -hmm. Really specific. Um, This thing about Cotton always reminds me of like old veterans from that that era who like. Yeah. It'll be like an old white redneck, but they like know a lot about like Korean food or something because they. Yeah, like he knows he's Laotian and he's not completely ignorant and racist like the rest of them, but he's still being really aggressive towards them and racist towards them. Like, ain't you, Mister Khan? Like that's (laughs) that's not a fucking warm thing to say to the neighbor. Um, I wrote down Dee Dee is old Luann. (laughs) (laughs) She kind of is. They're both just like real, real vacant like that. But um, although Luann has some secret skills that we find out about in this episode, it's pretty cool. Yeah. She knows about cars. Um, (laughs) So then Bobby's opening up his gifts and there's a, like a gun, like a right, like a rifle. It looks like a gun and everybody's joking about, Oh, it's a super squirter. Khan's like, oh, you got a super squirter. And Cotton goes, it ain't no super squirter. It's a genuine shotgun. Uh, and Cotton grabs it and shoots the pinata. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Be- Peggy is trying to take it away from Bobby. And Cotton goes, tell your woman to give it back. Um. So then, yeah, when they're shooting, when they're playing with the pinata and he's hitting the pinata, and <laughs> I laughed real hard because Peggy. Goes, I wrote down the pronunciations that <laughs> Hank and Peggy use. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, wrote, she was. Hank says pinata. <laughs> <laughs> and Peggy says pinata. <laughs> yeah, she like way overdoes it. <laughs> Pin, like holds the in. <laughs> Lower the pinata. <clears throat> pinata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes us pinata. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Bobby's. Like and then a- Dale, when he shoots it down, though, Dale guts it with a multi tool. He fucking box cuts it and like I think yeah. he's trying to make it easier to break, but Bobby just sucks. Yeah, but he break. like dresses it like a deer. He like <laughs> he like whips out his big old fucking multi tool and like cuts it open like a deer. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Uh, and then, yeah, Cotton just shoots it with the shotgun. And Peggy's like, "It, you gave him a loaded shotgun? And he goes, you don't give a toy without batteries. And he says, come on, get your Tootsie Rolls. This is the funniest, weird. Like, I stopped when I was watching this. I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this thing where he just said, come on and get your Tootsie Rolls? <laughs> He's talking all the kids to come get their candy. Oh, because of the pinata. Yeah, because it's safe now because he has the, the guns. <laughs> the gun's been cleared. So he says, come on, get your Tootsie Rolls. 
okay. And I, yeah. I, for some reason, I didn't register it was because of the pinata. I was just like, is that just like yeah. a catchphrase he screams? <laughs> <laughs> Come get your Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. Um, well, and Cotton calls Peggy Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very timely. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the it's next just, scene. It is? Okay, I thought it was after this. I thought no. it was because she took away the gun. <laughs> no, I, just wrote, I just wrote in all caps, Cotton calls Peggy Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It happens because the next scene after the party, uh, they're in the kitchen. Peggy's doing the dishes and Bobby's helping. He's got pink gloves on and Cotton goes, take off those pink gloves. That's a woman's work. And then she goes, he can help you if he wants to. He goes, whatever you say, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what the fuck happens? Somebody says. Dee volunteers to do the dishes. And he says, Cotton tells her to put an apron on over her new bosom. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. He says and he got her new, who got her new bosoms. And then he, he goes, I got them cheap, too. Both, Both lefties. <laughs> That doesn't even make sense, but it's so fucking funny. Yeah, two left boobs. <laughs> Both lefties. <laughs> and then he just straight up asks Bobby what he's going to do with his life. Yeah. Bobby <laughs> I says, love it. <laughs> I'm going to be a prop comic. Not even a comic, a prop been, comic. He says, I've been thinking about. <laughs> oh, man. So Cotton goes... You hear that? Bobby and me have decided he's going to stick vegetables up his nose. Uh, oh, because Bobby's he's like, what do you do? And he goes, I mostly stick vegetables up my nose uh, or stick you know, yeah, carrots he up there. not the family gas station. <laughs> so really funny running bit in this episode is that he just keeps insisting that Hank owns a gas station, which he doesn't. Because of the propane. Yeah. So he's like, Bobby and me have decided he's going to stick vegetables up his nose. He's not going to work at the family gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then it turns into kind of a thing where Hank starts to feel like now he's getting offended by his dad and he's, yeah. uh, he's like, all right, you got to get the hell out of here. And Cotton goes, don't sass me, boy. You ain't old for too old for me to give you a licking. And he like breaks a plate on the table. Yeah. Goes, I wrote, they, I wrote, they scrap and Cotton breaks a plate. <laughs> and then he goes, Come on, grease monkey. Let's tangle. <laughs> let's tangle. <laughs> oh, God. Crazy. So, obviously, he's, like, horrible. And Peggy's like, okay, you can just go home. You know, he's just corrupting everyone and stuff. And she, she goes, go home. We'll call the horse if it runs back. Because apparently it's run away. Yeah. Um, but they go out to start the car. Uh, Cotton's car and it, Cotton's car won't start and Luann hears the car trying to start and deduces instantly uh, that sounds like it, there's a problem with your solenoid plungers. I thought this is kind of cool about Luann because she's like yeah. portrayed as you know kind of an airhead but she's like she's a southern person so she's just got like car knowledge. Yeah. Um, Pretty cool. And that kind of plays into her dad. <laughs> probably. And that plays into the uh the like real looming actual thematic back story here or the, the theme of the episode, which is uh like feminism and, and gender yeah. and stuff. Cause and misogyny. Main, <laughs> yeah. Cause cotton is hella misogynist. 
and it's going to become the, the yeah arc. she like clocks the problem and they're they're always like no don't listen to that woman <laughs> but hank is trying to like defend cotton to her like calm peggy down like while he's going out and he calls he says he's like a peacock um, and then not like women uh, who are peahens, more subdued and drab. And drab. <laughs> yeah, he just says that to his wife after she's pissed, like to make her feel better. Yeah, no, it sucks. Uh, Cotton, when Luann tries to explain the solenoid plunger thing, Cotton goes, thanks, girly, but the fact of the matter is you're a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hank, we'll have to stay up in the morning when your gas station opens up. <laughs> he just keeps pushing this gas station thing. <clears throat> and Peggy's like, we're out of beds. Like, you can't stay here. He goes, I yeah. can sleep in a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby, who's now who now decides he likes Cotton because of like the, you know, because he's being nice to him and stuff. He says, he can sleep in my bed. <sighs> and um, then, yeah, they have that peacock argument. Oh, yeah. And behind the they're like behind the divider of the garage like they didn't even really step away <laughs> they just like you know what i mean like a two-car garage it has that little thing the little part of the wall in between yeah and they just can... step behind that and have a whisper <laughs> fight <laughs> yeah very texas yeah and then cotton claps for Khan to get his bags <laughs> right he goes mr Khan. <laughs> <laughs> He keeps calling him Mr. Khan, which is somehow yeah. like so much more racist than if he just said Khan. Yeah, and insulting. Because <laughs> it makes him sound like it's like something you would call like an Asian person on like an old TV show or something. Yeah. You know, Mr. Miyagi or something. Yeah. Uh, um, well, they're arguing about whether he can stay there. And Hank is saying, well, I wanted to stay and Bobby wants him to stay. It's two to one. And then Peggy goes, well, Luann also wants him to leave. Then Hank says... Well, Jesus loves him, so I win. Uh, Which is wild. It's crazy. Hank never pulls God. (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, the God card. He just really loves his dad. It's good. We'll get this will come up in for episodes down the way, but he's like a Christian, but a very like no nonsense. Like you're just you're supposed to be a Christian, is his kind of thing. He's not like a religious fervor type guy. Um, so the next morning they wake up, they're having breakfast and Cotton's like, let me buy, drive Bobby to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't want to let him. And he, he goes, it's, I think Hank is like just woken up and he goes to Cotton says to Hank, it's 7 a.m. If you were in the army, you could have dug 10 graves by now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, did you fix my car yet? <laughs> and then he gets his breakfast and he goes, bacon, ham, steak, Sausage, no sausage. <laughs> he's like listing all the meats and he loses it because he doesn't have sausage on this like huge breakfast plate that that Peggy has made for everybody. Yeah, no, five meats is what he eats for breakfast, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Four is like wildly insufficient <clears throat> for him. <laughs> um Peggy goes, You're welcome to march down to Safeway, but I have to get ready for work. Which Cotton replies, woman works, man loses his sausage. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a t-shirt. <laughs> 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 like on Bourbon Street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> woman works, man loses his sausage. <laughs> with like a crawfish with a sad face and like a so- <laughs> holding a sausage. 
Yeah, it's funny. It's a double entendre because he literally uh-huh. lost his sausage. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um. So Hank goes, you can use my truck. I'll rig up your pedal extenders. <laughs> <laughs> and then pan out a little bit. And Luann is also sitting at the breakfast table. And he starts saying, like, you need to eat some of this corn pone. Uh, you know, it'll, it'll for your figure or whatever. And she's like, oh, no, thank you, Grandpa. I, I you know, I'm, I'm watching my figure. I don't want to get fat. And he goes, this is where he starts to get real misogynist. He goes, that's not for you to worry about. You will never know if you're attractive. That's up to a man to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You keep eating it, I'll tell you when to stop. Which is like, so this is like super misogynistic, <clears throat> right? But it's also, you know, ah, writers of this show, very smart. Yeah. Weird Ivy League people. That's like, um, there's some real some real legit feminist theory in there. I think he's, this is referring to the male gaze, you know? The yeah. idea that women only exist in society through men's eyeballs the lens of men yeah Yeah. well and then he tries to tap luann on the ass again and she threatens him with a knife right rules (laughs) she's like not scared of cotton at all she's the only person in the house that's not intimidated by him yeah she tells like peggy is like not backing down you know but she's still intimidated a bit like because i think hank adores him so much it like really bothers her you know, yeah, the, like the, she knows she's like up against something that's like bigger than like her, I don't know, their relationship or something. But like Luann just doesn't give a fuck. She's like, I'll fucking kill you, old man. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. Is like Peggy has the conflict in between her and him. Whereas Luann, she just says, you keep you keep fucking with me. You'll be wearing that corn bone, old man. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like holding a knife. To it. <laughs> <laughs> it rules. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's funny. It's funny because, like, uh, he's like that, you know? He responds to shit like that. Yeah. Yo, he respects it in a weird way. And then she, he takes him, he takes Bobby to school, but they don't go to school. Right. Next scene, they're in a bar. bar. He takes him to the bar. They're just getting drunk at a bar. and Because it's Angie Dickinson's birthday. Wait, who's Angie Dickinson? I meant to look at her. She's an actress. (laughs) She was a beautiful... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was in Rio Bravo. She was like a, a famous actress that was in like tons of westerns. Oh, that's um, so she funny. was in like fifty or sixty westerns. But she was like this beloved uh, American actress, and she was in Rio Bo- Rio Bravo, Police Woman, Ocean's Eleven, Point Blank. Um, yeah, a bunch of movies. But it's they're just out celebrating her birthday. That's so fucking funny. Because she's hot. Because she's because she's beautiful. <laughs> well, he, Bobby goes, "Should I be out of school?" And Cotton responds by going, "Oh, sure, it's a holiday." And then when he's like realizing he just made that up, he goes, "It's it's Angie Dickens' birthday," which is like not a holiday. Yeah, no, not at all. It's like that's just like saying like. It's Marilyn Monroe's birthday or something. Like you're just <laughs> drinking and not going to work just to honor this starlet. <laughs> That's so funny. But I guess he's just getting one over on a kid. So he's like, "Yeah, it's a hol- it's a holiday. It's Angie Dickens's birthday." Yeah. Um, Bobby starts. He, he I guess he wants another ginger ale or something. He's not drinking. He's just drinking kid shit. And he, yeah, but he's shit. starting to really mirror um, Cotton's actions. He's like getting turning into this nasty little boy. <laughs> yeah, and it happens through this thing that happens next, which is he sees uh, like a waitress and he, he starts going, "Hey, miss, excuse me, miss." And he's like a little kid, so he's like voices meek, and she doesn't hear him. And then Cotton goes, 
uh, you'll never get our attention that way. Uh, try this. And he goes, hey, Missy, how about some sandwiches? And slaps her on the ass. I think he's yeah. a sandwiches. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, which then this gets into Bobby's head and he keeps slapping people's asses the whole episode. Yeah, he's Uh-oh. just spanking everyone. <laughs> like, hurry up. <laughs> uh, next scene, they're in the alley. Hank is commenting on the whole thing. <laughs> he's a dumbass because he likes his dad. So he's just like, huh, the solenoid just disappeared. Like, that's so weird. Dale responds by saying, my cousin woke up one day <laughs> with his kidney gone. At the same time, 500 miles away, a woman contracted diabetes. <laughs> Doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, or I guess maybe it does make sense because he... The, what is the conspiracy theory here? The ki- kidney was getting stolen to cure the woman's diabetes? I fucking have no idea. Yeah, I guess he she needed the, a new kidney. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Hank is telling it's probably this, just nonsense. I think so. Hank is telling this weird story about how uh, <laughs> yeah. his, my dad's so good with cars. Uh, when I was a kid, they made me a chamois jumpsuit and they'd put me up above the hood and I'd, I'd crawl around and buff the hood of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's so funny. <laughs> and then Dale says something about, uh, oh yeah, when like we were little kid. baby Hank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just buffing a car with him yeah uh, with baby. and Luann fixed it right yeah she straight up fixed it yeah um Hank or uh, Dale says t- some story about how like oh yeah you know what I liked about your dad growing up is when he used to take us to the hotel Arlen. oh yeah they do the flashback when they're all teens on the football team and they go to the whorehouse yeah it's um hotel Arlen there's a bunch of there's a bunch of hookers working at the Cotton- saloon. <laughs> and Cotton goes like, uh, yeah, I played a good game because I guess uh, Hank was like the quarterback or whatever. And so he goes, I'm buying you and your friends hookers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Hank, like, you know, a woman comes up and like sort of leans up on him and starts propositioning him. And he's just like, oh, and he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Hank goes, uh, yeah, not every dad in the world would do that to his, I mean, for his son. <laughs> <laughs> He's all traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then the next thing that happens is Peggy finds the solenoid in Cotton's pants in his room while he's out. And yeah. uh, she you know, tells Hank and... They start kind of arguing about it, and Peggy goes, "Yeah, you know what? You're right." Like sarcastically, "Why didn't I just serve that poor man his sausage? He'd be out of my hair by now." Um, <laughs> she said that she found it wrapped in his itty bitty pants under a big pile of lies. <laughs> <laughs> his itty bitty pants <laughs> under a big pile of lies. <laughs> uh, then Luann comes in the room. She goes, "I found this timing belt. Timing in the laundry, belt, yeah, in the laundry. Do you want me to wash it with the darks?" <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny because she's like both dumb and smart because she knows it's a, what a timing belt is by looking at it. That's not. Yeah, but also easy. she's doing laundry. So she's like, what do I do? <laughs> uh, I don't understand this part. Um, <laughs> what do I do with this timing belt? I found it in the laundry. Oh, man. This next one is so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, next scene. Bobby and Cotton are sitting on the couch and they're both wearing no pants. They're both in their like boxers. Yeah. 
and they're watching uh charlie's angels and i didn't really understand you can hear that tv doing charlie's angels shit uh and he's fucking cotton says something i wrote down and i cannot figure out what the fuck it means he goes ah damn it's a shelly hack that's like getting a shimp what (laughs) um like the three stooges i have no idea i I don't don't know know. i'm gonna like look back up into this because he's i watch it twice and he goes ah damn it's a shelly hack no fucking idea (laughs) i was just thinking like shimp howard like from the three stooges (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what a Shelly hack is. <laughs> I fucking don't know either. And I don't know what it has to do with Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Shelly. But then what happens that's really funny is Hank walks in the room and he goes, where are your pants? And then Bobby goes, a man doesn't have to wear pants because he's just become Cotton. <laughs> he's trying to talk like him. And then Cotton just starts like. Just, oh, uh, it's just... Shelly Hack is sorry. I, I looked it up. Um, it's the actress that was in Charlie's Angels. So maybe he's saying, oh, it's a Shelly Hack episode. Like when you're yeah. watching a TV show and you're like, yeah, oh, and he doesn't a... like her. Yeah. She played Tiffany Wells in the fourth season of Charlie's Angels. So, um, yeah, I didn't watch Charlie's Angels, so I don't have any reference points for this. But like maybe she replaced someone else and only was in that season so he's like disappointed because it's a Shelly Hack episode it makes sense I mean he's from like the, the past that's an old yeah. TV show so that's the style yeah. tracks he's but watching that's it that's who that is but what is a shimp I don't know <laughs> I don't know shimp from the three <laughs> stooges I don't know it's like when you get shimp instead of Mary or, or Larry Moe and Curly people get upset when when shimp was there Oh. They didn't care about him, so maybe it's that. Oh, we figured it out. <laughs> yeah, she's like the cheap, uh, like she's like the dime store version of the other actress or something. I, that's re- very rude uh, to say about <laughs> this person I've never met. But yeah, like people would get pissed when it was episodes with Shimp and not just Mary, Mary, Larry, Moe, and Curly. Yeah, she must have been like an uh, like a replacement, you know. Like when you're watching The Simpsons. When I was when I was watching The Simpsons and I was a kid, sometimes it'd be like, oh, man, it's a Lisa episode or something, which is Yeah, now, like that. As but, an adult, I think those were like the best ones. You know, you kind of come around. Yeah, but. but more so like the character was already there and then they replaced the actor. Like, gotcha. like Will, like, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, on Fresh Prince. Like the the new mom, like when they replaced the mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, wow. That's what we that figured means. That out. We figured that, it out. Cool. That is still a wild ass line to put in a TV show, but I get it now. <laughs> yeah, that that was a lot of connecting the dots <laughs> for me. I'm really high right now, and I was like, oh, I think I did it. <laughs> like shimp, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro like the three stooges <laughs> oh you're, you're lucky you uh, you're doing a podcast with such an old fucking person <laughs> <laughs> your ancient friend okay. <laughs> you're not old though you're just like old vibed <laughs> <laughs> you have the that's energy what that's what people say instead of old soul now. <laughs> just old vibes. <laughs> That's what people with young vibes say. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, all right. So 
Hank goes, where are your pants? Uh, Bobby goes, a man doesn't need to wear pants because he's being caught now. <laughs> yeah, they're both. I, I wrote that they're both sitting on the couch, not wearing pants because it's hot, yelling. <laughs> they're, they're just yelling. Uh, yeah, and then Cotton uh, just—it's so funny. He just yes ands Bobby because like, yeah, this seems like it was maybe even Bobby's idea. But he goes, "What do you got them?" Blue? He turns to Hank, goes, "What do you got them blue jeans on for? Let's go take them, <laughs> <laughs> take them off, Bobby, Bobby. Take your daddy's pants off. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Bobby, goddamn take funny. Your <laughs> take your daddy's pants off. Take your daddy's pants off." <laughs> just because he's decided it's like no pants time in the house yeah, he's just, he's for so the men <laughs> um, Peggy uh, has now fixed the car Dee Dee uh, what the fuck happens here after this oh Dee Dee suggests leaving um, and he's like what what and it gets all intense because you think that he's going to hit her but it, he's, it's his hearing aid. <laughs> right. He's going, what did you say? And it sounds yeah, like. And you, you th- yeah, you think he's going to hit her. And then it just turns out that it's his hearing aid. And she yells, we can leave. <laughs> <laughs> Hank fixed the car. <laughs> Pe- Peggy yeah. goes, Luann fixed the car. Fixed and he it. goes, yeah, that's a good one, Hank's wife. A woman yeah. fixing a car. That's like a pig trying to read. The fact that he just calls her Hank's wife is so funny, too. Yeah. Um, well, and then uh, then he sends Cotton sends Dee Dee out of the room and spanks her, and then Bobby spanks Peggy. <laughs> yeah, he he sends her to go get a TV tray, and then when she comes back, he goes, "You forgot my beer," and he slaps her on the ass. Uh, Bobby does the same thing, and then Hank is a total cuck here because like Peggy's like, "Get this fucking guy out of my house," and he goes, uh, "It might be nice to have." dinner in front of the tv for a change which is like so not a hank thing to do but he's just yeah, like he hates that he just can't contradict his damn dad you know yeah can't stand up he just doesn't have the balls yet he can't stand up <laughs> um so hank, after peggy after hank slaps his mom's ass which is also super weird because Bobby. like you know, to, when he's doing it to other women, it's misogynistic in this way that it's like kind of like sexually like de- degrading. But to, to, to your own mom, like Bobby's, you know, he's trying to be cotton, but he's also yeah. a dumbass little kid. So he doesn't even know why. And, you know, yeah. Or that it's to- totally doesn't like not the same when to do it to your mom. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking weird, dude. Um, so then Hank sends Bobby to his room. And Peggy's like, you're both men. You're both peacocks, remember? Like, she's starting to kind of give Hank his own shit back to him about this. And Hank goes, "Uh, what are you, turning into some kind of feminist? Which is like... Yeah, Peggy says, yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) And (laughs) Peggy says, I am not a feminist, Hank. I am Peggy Hill. (laughs) I wrote... What a line. I pulled up the whole speech because she gives a fucking oh, yeah. speech. So this is how it goes. I'm not a feminist, Hank. I am Peggy Hill, a citizen of the Republic of Texas. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, people do like because Texas used to be its own state 
people yeah, still sometimes just country. invoke that, but it's like a bit. Like it's not. It's a. It's a state of the United States now. Um, yeah. <clears throat> she goes. Uh, I'm a citizen of the Republic of Texas. I work hard. I sweat hard, and I love hard. And I gotta smell good and look pretty while I'm doing it. So I comb my hair and reapply lipstick 30 times a day. I do your dishes, I wash your clothes, and I clean the house. Not because I have to, Hank, but because of a mutual unspoken agreement that I have never brought up because I am too much of a lady. I burped in the middle of it. Uh, And then (laughs) Hank's like, 30 times a day? (laughs) He does not appreciate that sort of thing because he doesn't understand it. He doesn't get it. Um, next thing that happens is Cotton is sitting on a riding mower outside. He's out with the guys. And he's like, I mean, I'll stick around here. What kind of work can a guy get in this town? And Dale goes. He's telling, well, he's telling his war story, right? No, no. He, that happens right after this. Okay. First thing he does is he goes, what kind of work can I get in this town? And Dale goes, are you allergic to asbestos? <laughs> 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 Which is a like wild ass statement because like ever. Asbestos yeah, is bad is. for humans. Yeah, you're not. No one is cool with asbestos. <laughs> um, Hank c- comes out and confronts uh, Cotton, and he he says, "You know, I got to talk to you about all the things you're telling Bobby." And Cotton goes, "I've been telling Bobby a lot of things, like for example, how I lost my shins in World War II." And then he tells the story, which is yeah, insane. and he's doing all this on purpose. He's like. I don't want he's avoiding having the conversation. So he's just telling his war story again because he knows that that's how he can elicit sympathy from everybody. Yeah, he always and like, gets that's how, that's how he gets away with like being a total piece of shit <laughs> is by flexing his war stories all the time. Yeah, his voice always takes a certain tone when he's doing this. He gets like yeah. kind of fake somber or whatever. Yeah. He goes, I, I was 14, just younger than, uh, just a little older than Bobby is now, but I knew Uncle Sam needed me, so I lied and signed up. And he says, We had just beaten the Nazis, so things were, we moved us over to the Pacific Theater. And he's like describing beyond this battleship with these three friends, and the fucking, the whole thing is in like sepia tone flashback mode. Yeah. Uh, he goes, I got my three buddies, Fatty, Stinky, Fatty. and Stinky Brooklyn. and Brooklyn. <laughs> and he points to fucking Boomhauer, Dale, and Bill and goes, They were just like you, except one of them was from Brooklyn. <laughs> um, Hello. Then there, oh, yeah. he's describing like them getting kind of aerated by what he called a Tojo Zero because uh, the emperor of Japan was Tojo and he had these like kamikaze planes and stuff. And he says they got raided by one and they were, you know, scrambling to to swim off of the <clears throat> the life raft or whatever yeah. or off of the, the, the shipwreck. And he goes, I had to give him fatty. <laughs> yeah, they were they were surrounded by sharks, so they gave him fatty. Yeah. He goes, I made it to an island, but it was full of Tojos spitting on the US flag. <laughs> and then he comes up on all these Japanese soldiers. Supposedly they're all spitting on the US flag. He goes, I fought him off, but it was a trap. There was a machine gunner, and he machine gun blew my shins off. Yeah, it was a trap. It was a trap for him. <laughs> they were just—they were all sitting out on the beach, spinning on a flag, and he was like, "No, you don't." 
<laughs> and they just opened fucking fire on his legs. Like, even if this is any of this is true, too, you know what I mean? Yeah, but this like, is... what a tr- what a trick! <laughs> just spitting on the flag, like patooey, patooey, and he's like, no fucking way. <laughs> so he's like, they blew off my machine guns, but I fought them off anyway with a big piece of fatty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> And then I woke up in a field hospital. They were sewing my feet back onto my knees, which is like, also, what? <laughs> that doesn't yeah. happen, right? <laughs> no, you lose your legs, you just lose your legs. You know? Yeah, that's the whole, I think that's the whole, like one of the biggest jokes of the whole series is like, yeah, you just don't have legs and you're in a wheelchair now. They don't take your feet and like give, like, you don't have ankles. Like, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you like, imagine. <laughs> They can't do that. <laughs> like, you, you can't eat? set your femur into your ankle. Yeah, like your bones would still work and stuff. Yeah, they wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> they would all, his feet would like die, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't think know. So. I don't know. I just don't. I just think it's like completely not feasible, like in medical science, to. <laughs> <laughs> your feet on your amputated legs. Yeah, no. Like, imagine you chop your hand off and then you chop yeah. the middle part off and then you put your hand on the end. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a thing at all. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so the next day they're at middle school. Uh, Bobby's at middle school and he's be- he's being cotton like at the like the lunch table and he's going like uh-huh. connie walks by who he's only met for one episode he's like you've had enough cake connie <laughs> <laughs> yeah watch your figure a man's gotta tell a woman and then she's like what huh and he goes Ooh. and then he turns to joseph and goes like "Ooh, she's moody must be pbs <laughs> <laughs> yeah instead of pms <laughs> yeah and he yeah. tells his teacher to start bussing the tables because it because it's women's work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he like, starts like a little He-Man woman haters club. <laughs> yeah, he starts a riot. Everyone yeah, starts screaming, so he starts women's a work. Yeah, <laughs> but in it, I wrote down it in, in his little voice. He's like, "Woman's work." <laughs> <laughs> his voice is so funny. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he starts a sexist riot. Yeah, and then the next scene, <laughs> Hank is at work and he's like weighing out the conflict like out loud to himself. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. He goes, She's got a point, but he was a war hero, but she's my wife, but he's got no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then like it pans out a little bit and he's there's got a customer and the guy's like, you know the the Twitter joke where people are like, Sir, this is a Wendy's like, type <laughs> yeah. the guy going, I just want some propane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Peggy calls him. The phone rings. He picks it up and she tells him Bobby's been suspended uh, for starting a riot. <laughs> a sexist riot. Yeah. Uh, and that the devil took him to Hotel Arlen. The devil yeah, he takes him cotton. to the Hooker Hotel. But now it's like really nice. Like it's like how, the, how South Congress used to be the red light district. Yeah. And now those ho- those hotels like the San Jose and Austin Motel. Those are like $500 night rooms, you know? 
Yeah, this is also like this is a really funny joke about how he's fucking old, you know, like he watches old TV and stuff and he goes to old places and just like assumes that expects them to still be the same. And it's like now it's like a a hotel with probably like a conference center and there's a bunch of like professional women walking around like there for work, like and staying there. And they're all in like suits and business casual wear. And he thinks they're all hookers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. He thinks it's like all just filled with hookers, but it's all <laughs> professional women staying there. <laughs> uh, so Hank and Peggy show up to get their kid back from him. And Cotton goes, are you siding with your woman? And then he invokes his shins again or whatever. And Hank, you know, has his little a third act moment and gives yeah, a, a little monologue against his dad he says Bobby's my boy and I, I want I want him to grow up I don't want him to grow up to be a woman hating fool my marriage is a partnership of equals your mom left you for a reason like all this stuff right yeah uh, he said that his mom was classy and smart like Peg <laughs> that made me I was like oh that's sweet that is sweet um <clears throat> <clears throat> Cotton goes, I, this is really funny. Cotton has, he looks really hurt for a second. He goes, I never thought I'd see the day my own son stopped loving me. And then he like turns and he goes, he's good. I'm yeah. glad. Love is for sissies. Ain't that right, you house full of hookers? <laughs> <laughs> because he yells. He literally says that. You house full of hookers. Ain't that right, you house full of hookers? <laughs> and everyone's like, what? What is this man yelling in the middle of a fucking regular <laughs> yeah. ass hotel? And he was like testing Hank. Like he wanted him to stand up to him because he thought he was like, even though Hank was so devoted to him, like Cotton rejected that love. Like he thought he was a little bitch. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's actually, it's funny because you almost go, oh, God, his feelings are hurt. And then he's like, nah, I'm glad. This is, like, good. And then he just sort of, like, rides off in the night. But he yells, the last thing he yells is, all right, hookers, listen up. I'll be back next year, so don't be jacking up your prices. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He says, and when I come back, I'm going to stay at Hank's house. (laughs) God damn, what a funny character. Yeah. So the last thing that happens is Hank and Bobby are in the car. Uh they're having a conversation while in the car and um hank is explaining to bobby like you need to listen to your mother she's a lot smarter than your grandpa and he's got all this internalized misogyny now so he's saying how could she be smarter than grandpa she's a woman uh and he's like well she is Uh, a lot of women can be and then he goes was she smarter than dale boomhauer uh bill and hank's like geez bobby why not compare her to a baboon in the zoo <laughs> yeah and then, <laughs> and then he goes the final thing is so funny he's they're sitting in the car and he goes women were not put on this earth to serve you and me uh now what do you say we get some ice cream and they're at a drive through and a hot girl and like <laughs> Tiny, <laughs> tiny little costume comes roller skating up with her tray to come and serve them. Yeah, I know. It's so funny because it's like they resolve like kind of learning this tiny, small picture like thing that they got yeah. wrong. But then of it, respecting women and that women aren't aren't on the planet to serve. <laughs> but it's kind of funny the way it pans out. It shows you society at large is like still insanely misogynistic. Like they yeah. can have that moment and not even realize that they're still like engaged in 
something. Yeah, like the teenager with the nine inch skirt that's <laughs> that's skating around bringing you your ice cream. Man, I I'm kind of glad I watched that one today because it's really funny to me because my mom was a car hop at Sonic and she was telling me all these stories about it and I were getting drunk and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, like roller. She roller skated. Yeah, back in the day, you'd roller skate. They had that little yeah. change thing on them and shit. And they would get like, yeah, I remember fucking- all that. I just like that's incredible to me. People that can like function on roller skates, <laughs> like the, if you can, like you can even stand up. It's like wow, but to be able to do your job on roller <laughs> skates, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. And like, also, people would like you know mug them and shit yeah and like also there's massive amounts of sexual harassment like she was telling me this story about uh i care what we were talking about she was telling me a story about how like you know she came up to to do the car hop thing at one time and a guy was just jacking off like in his oh, fucking god car. but she was laughing about it she's like ah, it happened yeah. all the fucking time <laughs> yeah I, i'm sure it did <laughs> that sucks <laughs> Oh, man. So very poignant way to end that episode, I think. Yeah. Very smart. It makes And it also makes me want to go get a blizzard. <laughs> oh, I love blizzards. Yeah, you, you can get one. You're down in Texas. I know. I've already had a couple. <laughs> Do you have? Oh, hell yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't have it in New York. But once you get into the South, yeah. you could get them. And I've been traveling through the South for a few days. So yeah. You and I have been to a Dairy Queen. That's right. We did it when we were on tour, which is a bad idea. In the mill. Yeah, and we ate Dairy Queen in the desert where there's no bathrooms. We really fucking rolled the dice on that one. (laughs) Well, also, like, if you have to perform, it's like you just give yourself a sugar crash, too. Yeah, but, like, you know, I I think I got um, french fries, too. That's healthy. Yeah, dipped them on in there, and uh, <laughs> and it made my stomach feel really bad. But oh, it's yeah. okay because we had a big bottle of stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot <laughs> stomach for the listener. Me and Avery went on tour one time, and I bought an off-brand version of Pepto Bismol that is just called, called stomach. stomach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, let me get a hit of stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw that in like a movie or something recently and I did the thing where you point at the screen. I was like, oh my God, it's oh, stomach. It's stomach. <laughs> yeah, it's real. The stomach's out there, man. <laughs> it's like if you like bought knockoff Tylenol and it was just called like brain. Head. <laughs> brain. Brain pain. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, fuck. All right, All fucker. Right. Well, this is a good one. Good job. <laughs> good job. <laughs> we'll do the next one soon since I know you already watched it. Um, yeah, I did. Okay, well, I'll keep in touch. I'm prepared. <laughs> we got all this shit up. This show has been giving me trouble with getting online, but it'll be up soon. It'll be online soon. We're going to be very online. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right. All right, later, fucker. Bye.